Welcome back to Now Screaming, episode 63. I'm Evan Culbertson. And I'm Liz Smart. And we're watching all the horror movies currently streaming on Netflix. So you don't have to. This week we're talking about the 2018 film, Family Blood. Or as I keep calling it accidentally and then on purpose, Flamily Blood. <laughs> I will be referring to it only as Flamily Blood for the rest of the episode. This movie was directed by Sonny Malidi and was produced by Blumhouse. And as you mm. said, uh, when the title card came up, oh, is this Blumhouse? I Always said, a fun surprise. Yay, Blumhouse. And I was sadly mistaken to be excited. So uh, we should also say up front, this movie is not good. It's not bad. And we know this episode is very late. Yes. And part of that is because we went to Star Wars Celebration Chicago. Yeah. And it messed up our entire routine in every way. In a good way, though. Uh, <laughs> celebration was great, but as for this podcast... We're sorry. We're sorry, and it, it it is really hard to want to talk about this movie. Yeah. Sitting here right now in front of you, I barely have anything to say. Yeah, I don't really even remember it, and not because we watched it so long ago, but because it genuinely like was really boring. I just saw in my notes someone named Megan, and I don't even remember who that is. Megan. Me- it is Megan. It's the friend. It's Yeah, it's Colin Ford's friend. Let's start over. Vampires. This is a movie about vampires. And addiction. It's more a movie about addiction than it is about vampires. <laughs> Correct. That's, I mean, that's the metaphor, right? Like, it's she's battling her own pill don't, addiction, but... Blah, 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 blah. Don't say that like it's obvious. Um, It is obvious. It's, it's actually... It's extremely obvious in a bad way. The film is very blunt. It's not what I came into the movie expecting. It's called Family Blood. It's not called addiction or something related to it. Family Blood actually makes it seem like it should be more about a family of vampires or like, uh, you know what I mean? Like if there's like a clan of vampires and they all have drama, it's like... That's every vampire movie. Right. And that's why those are good. And this one's not You good. hate all of them. Don't, don't hate all of them. Don't stunt for the podcast. I specifically like family of vampires. I don't like sexy vampires that are on their own seducing people so what are the unsexy vampire clan movies again you don't like vampire movies you can't hide it from our Um. listeners (laughs) they already know didn't i like one that we watched queen of the damned no No, i didn't like queen of the damned um i liked the 15 minutes of interview the vampire that we watched before we stopped we'll do that for this podcast someday we will and i'm really looking forward to watching it because i actually was really intrigued by it they're sexy though um you know all Anne Rice vampires are sexy. You're right, but they're sexy with each other and not with the people that they're turning. I think is what. No, like genuinely, like if we're gonna get into How do you my think vampire works? issue for a second, uh, I what bothers me, and I saw someone recently talk about how like that's the point, is that it's sexy, and I just don't like it. I think because of again we've heard about this before, but like because of Supernatural and because of Twilight, the idea of when you are getting, and also a TV show that I watched, what was it called? Teen Wolf. No, not Teen Wolf. There are no vampires in that. How could I possibly know? Um, it's called Teen Wolf. It's about werewolves. Um, the Ian Summerhalder it, show. No, I never watched that. Uh, no, it was a TV show that no one else watched. It was very, very small. Uh, it the main character's name was Vicky Nelson, and you can't remember what it's called. I don't remember what it's called. I'm gonna look it up after this, and I'll put it on Twitter because it was the best. Um, we have computers. I'm not going to look at my computer right now. It was a great TV show, and it had a vampire, and it was it was amazing. 
Uh, but the thing I didn't like about it was that whenever he was, like, sucking from people, the girls were like, uh, like, it was, like, supposed to be sexy, like an orgasm, and I was like, I just hate this so much. I like when vampires are, just, they just do the murder, and that's it. That's fine with me. So the television show you're talking about that I've never heard of is called Blood Ties? Blood Ties! I told you, no, nobody else ever watched it except for Detective, me, and then it got canceled. Detective... Vicky Nelson. Vicky Nelson. These are based on, and I'm quoting here, The Blood Books by Tanya Huff. <laughs> you click on Blood Books, it takes you to Tanya Huff's page, and she's a, she's a nice old woman playing acoustic guitar in front of a like a music stand. That's my vibe. She looks like a children's author. Blood uh, Ties is great. Uh, it's done. Like, it actually finished. I don't think it finished... Um, satisfyingly, which is probably why I don't like ever think about it because I repressed it. It's also but a lifetime. It was such a good show. Oh my God. I can't. I, I Now I want to talk about it. Blood Ties for a whole hour and I shouldn't because this is not what this is about. But anyway, Blood Ties is great, even though it does the thing with vampires that I hate. Um, the end. I was going to say, can you tell we don't want to talk about this movie? <laughs> um. And I'll talk about vampires. That's the thing. I feel like I've actually gotten over my vampire hatred um, from two years ago, but... Now it's back because this movie's boring as fuck. This movie is completely incoherent. Um, it's trying, I think, it's trying to be an art house thing. Yeah. In that it has a lot of ambient shots. Our protagonist is a woman named Ellie. Mm. She is from Hocus Pocus. Okay. <laughs> uh, she is an addict. She's a mother of two. She's addicted to pills. She goes to NA meetings. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason I was excited about this is that one of her children is played by Colin Ford, known for uh, previous roles such as Young Sam in Supernatural and the son in We Bought a Zoo, my favorite movie. So <laughs> I was I really wanted to root for him in this movie. A boy movie. that only you know. <laughs> no, that's not true. He's very beloved in the Supernatural fandom. He's an A-list actor. Um, <laughs> she doesn't do much talking in this movie, and no. that's part of why I think that it it has a faux art house feel that there's is minimal dialogue and there's lots of like shots where things are like blurry and then like grow mm-hmm. into focus. Mm-hmm. We get there's surprised like a the long plot. monologue in the beginning. Let's summarize was... the plot right now, which is that she goes to NA meetings. She relapses. A vampire who's also in her addiction meetings named Christopher turns her. She has presumably a bad maybe because she's spo- about to die. Unclear. Is that why? We, yeah, unclear. No, that is a, well. That is a line that you just drew. That is not what this movie sells us. No. Nope. Sure, maybe we can talk about that. Um, she turns. She has a bad couple weeks where she's becoming a vampire. It's like the movie Raw from a couple years ago, but worse. Because I did like, write that in my notes. She's yeah. like blood. I love blood. What's it up? starts out with like meat in the in the refrigerator, and then she like does she eat a cat? Did I make that up? Because I feel like somebody always she eats a cat. She does eat a cat. It's a cat. She crunches on that cat. Oh, yeah. Half the subtitles of this uh, movie are flesh crunching. Yeah. Then they get in a fight with Christopher. Everyone dies except for her. Right? Um, I thought that the supposed end of it was that... Though the daughter lives. The daughter lives, but... Colin Ford dies, her son. He killed himself. And I thought, and the last kind of thing, does he? Yeah, he slits his wrists. Oh, he's doing something with her. I don't know what it is. Uh, Anyway, the last thing that happens is basically that the mom is looking at the daughter and she's like, I could save him, but you know what would happen. 
and then it's just sort of like that's the final conflict we don't see the resolution of it because i assume she's sort of asking her daughter for permission and her daughter doesn't say anything but that's the end and it's no of... the end is that we see her at a different na meeting somewhere oh, else true calling herself christine so now she's gonna live on the the chris the vampire yeah uh preying on the vulnerable the addicts yeah. specifically specifically addicts. which i guess that's because i think it's what christopher says when he's talking to the kids also i should say uh no one ever says the word vampire in this movie no that's not the that's not the gist we're just supposed to sort of infer that but christopher when he comes to their house and he and ellie are like also romantically involved so he's playing the part of like mom's new boyfriend for the kids also and he is talking to them and he's like I saved her from being an addict, basically. Like, that's what he's suggesting. He's like Colin Farrell in the Fright Night remake, except, like, worse in every way. Yeah. But that is his energy, right? He's just, like, sinister and pale yeah. and not, like, sexy. He's, no. like... Well, I don't think Colin Farrell's sexy, but, like... Oh, he, wow, okay. It's like, the, it's like the big, bushy eyebrows, square-faced kind of... Man. Yeah, he's not even you say, you say worse in every way like not in a like ooh he's scarier or meaner like he's no, boring. No, he's just a, he's, he's just boring not a good actor and he's there's not re- there's not really any good acting in this. I also movie. I also can't really blame the actors. This script is like nonsense. Garbage, yeah. Like they were given anything to work with. I'm sure the director we're dunking on this hard. I'm sure the director was like, "Okay, so like, you know, Stare off into space for a while, you know, really feel those emotions. And the actor's like, I don't fucking know. Yeah, I'll just say, I wrote one quote down from this movie. Um, I didn't write any context for it. I don't remember who says it to who. But somebody said, why did you kill her? Oh, And then the other person answers, for her blood. Yes, I wrote that down as well. So that's just like, that's it. Like any other addiction, it's manageable. This is like the the very heavy-handed metaphor here. That's what I, I did. Yeah, I said it was. It's a, it's a very easy heavy-handed metaphor of addiction. I just it's. I don't think it's it's not saying anything new. No, it's not smart, but it's obvious. Yeah. Yeah. What is there to talk about in this movie? Um. Because we've not talked I, about the plot. I don't even know. The, I really actually only want to say one more thing. How many minutes has this been so far? It's only been ten. Oh my god. Um. The only thing I want to say is that. I think it actually really lost me, especially at the end. I actually wrote down at one point early on, I wish this was better because it's very beautiful. So I at least had something to say early on of like, there are a lot of beautiful shots. There's a specific way that the school is shot. I very much disagree. I it's... was Maybe I was just trying to be nice. I don't remember. Uh, but the last thing that happens is that like Colin Ford's character uh, has a... He's sort of... He's very broody. He sketches. Um, and he meets like a skater girl. That, that's Megan. 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 And they talk, and they have this nice little relationship, and they have this, like, special place that they go. And then at one point, they go there. Or no, Megan comes to his house because she's, like, worried about him. And the mom kills her. And so, Sort of by accident. Sort of by accident, in a, but specifically in a way that made me feel like this didn't need to happen, and this movie's mean. It's just mean. It's just cruel. It's cruel, and it's it's a mean-spirited movie, especially in the moment. It felt very, like... What like I think it's like like honestly, family bud, keep this in the family. Like, it just it just felt un it felt really unnecessarily cruel, and it really that was kind of the last straw for me. At this I movie. agree, and it's not just that it feels cruel; it's that it it this movie is very shallow on the emotions. Again, mm-hmm. there's so little conversing that happens; you don't feel anything. Nothing. No. There are no stakes. No, and so because the emotions are so dry. 
that like okay so let's introduce this girl that I mean we're kind of supposed to like the son we can talk about that actually in a second yeah um we're supposed to like him more than any other character we spend more than five minutes with yeah because we don't really see the sister nope uh so let's give let's give him a girl that he likes. Yeah, and he's like sad then, about moving and here. And then kill right? her like, half an hour later. Like it's just Yeah, it, it just felt like a bummer. And I think that's like she was the only character I really if I felt anything for anyone, she's the only one I would feel anything for because she's like outside of this. She's innocent. Well, I only felt anything for her because they killed her. I wasn't like, ooh, this character is interesting to me before that point. No, but I like I liked her before they killed her. I liked her in that I was like, I hope that she and Colin Ford in all of his sad angstiness can like hang out. I didn't care deeply for her, but she was the like she was the only character to me that felt any kind of like realistic because she was so outside of the situation. I guess she wasn't, like, really, like, an archetype. Colin Ford is still, like, he's playing, like, the broody, emo son. I barely even remember the daughter, honestly. Yeah, I think that the the thing that he's doing that I find interesting is he is... The children are aware that their their mother is struggling with addiction. Yeah. Well, no, even before that, is struggling with addiction. Oh, because she lost them at one point. Like, they are now back with her. Yeah, and the way that he is, like, lashing out at her... I thought was an interesting choice. He is very hostile towards her yeah. and does not trust her mm. in a way that I found like a, a pretty realistic portrayal of how I would expect this to go with this fairly self-sufficient teenage boy, right? Like trying to keep his mother in check and, and not trying to protect knowing, his little sister, yeah, and not knowing like what what he can do other than like try to hold her accountable. Yeah, and so even when she's not back on pills and she's turning into a vampire. He's like lashing out at her, thinking that she's back on pills, and like right, because why wouldn't you? Because she's like vanishing for long stretches of time and like yeah. acting erratically. Like it makes sense. Again, the very simple metaphor here. Yup. But I thought that the anger that he portrays towards his mother specifically, rather than being empathetic, I thought was a choice. That was a bold choice, and I think that's not usually where I would expect this story to go. Really? With, with a child towards their. I feel parent. like that's like. Specifically a teenager, that's like, that's the choice. In a horror movie? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Because usually what, what would happen is that the horror movie could bring them together. I guess. I don't know. I can't think of an example of what I'm, like, thinking of. But sometimes in horror movies, when there's a conflict between parent and child... Um, Where the child is the responsible one? Uh, I can't think. I can't think of any examples. I don't. I I didn't think of it as being particularly um, bold. I feel okay. like yeah, he's he, that's again that's his archetype. He's the kind of bratty, uh, not bratty because he is right for most of it. Uh, he's protecting his angsty. sister. He's angsty. He's he doesn't trust her, etc. That's kind of all I have to say. Me too. It's weird because like. She puts a cigarette out on her hand, starts eating paper. These are, I'm just reading my notes now. Why does she eat paper? I don't know. She does eat paper for a while. Oh, it's because there's blood on it? I don't know. I wish I could remember anything about this, but my one of my last notes is this has been a, such a supremely boring experience. This is kind of like if Raw were a heavy-handed addiction parable. <laughs> did you did you like the scene in the, in the beginning? The first scene? No! We should oh, talk about it. It has see, nothing to do with this movie. I liked it. Okay. Let's it's more of the setup of kind of a classic, like, like, I think I've said before, 
Um, a lot of horror movies can just feel like long episodes of Supernatural, right? And the first scene that happens is the cold open of uh, another family getting turned and murdered. Completely, completely unrelated. Yeah, but that's what that's what I mean, that's 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 very normal. No, but it's not even Christopher. It's just other vampires. It is Christopher. No, it's not. Christopher turned them. That's what I'm assuming. I don't think so. I. I think so. I think that it was Christopher who turned that family and then he moved on. I thought it was a completely different vampire. No, it was Christopher. Um, that's the connection is that it's like he's he is a family ruiner. He like goes to different cities and ruins families. But um, I was excited when we saw the first scene because I thought it was uh, really tense. It was. It was scary. And then this movie. Okay, was... so you thought it was scary too. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. Two, it's 90 seconds. Yeah, no, but it, it sets up a much more interesting And I think film. I'm frustrated because I don't agree with you that it's Christopher. I think we're just going to disagree on this. I thought it was a completely different... Why would that make any sense? Uh, yes, these are the questions that I'm asking. No, I don't even think this movie's that stupid. I do. I think you need to trust it a little bit more. I don't think this it's... This movie that. doesn't not make sense. The dialogue is bad, but the plot is a kind of a classic like vampire story except for i don't what what else does what else do you think doesn't make sense in the story i mean the editing is ridiculous no, no, we're not talking about that we're just talking about plot because i think the plot makes sense and that's why i think that it's pretty obvious that the opening scene is about christopher even like you just have to again the movie is trusting you to draw that this line movie together. does a lot of things where shit happens off screen and I guess we have to accept that it's true. Christopher starts talking about how like, oh, your mother wants me to stay. We never hear her say that. Well, he we could also be lying. Sure, but like, there's no... We have no evidence one way or the other because so much happens off screen. I, this is more of the editing than the than the um, the plot, but like, it'll often cut between like, completely unrelated scenes. Just very jarringly. Yes. Um... Again, this movie's coming back to me as we talk about it. Uh, I genuinely think it is incoherent. So I think it could be like, addiction is like being a vampire, and then have a, a, a cold open that is a completely different story. We don't I even don't see think the vampire. We don't see the vampire in the beginning's face. So what makes you think it's Christopher? Because that's the point of the that's that's the structure of the film, is that he has just murdered this whole family or had them murder each other and now he's leaving because he got them all to go do that to another family. That seems like the very obvious plot of this movie. I guess. Otherwise, there's no, there's no reason to have it. And I don't. And again, I don't think any movie is that stupid. I think there's no movie that's like, oh look, the concept of vampires now a different story. Because that's the thing. He's new to her group. Yep. So she. Yeah, but he's new also because he has to do his whole story. Yeah, I don't buy it. Anyway, I why are their teeth obvious. so fucked up? What do you mean? The vampire teeth. Oh, They're I don't nasty. know because I assumed it was because he was old. Like, uh, there's a part where he takes his dentures out and he has like fucked up, decaying teeth. And I thought just, was... they're not just, but they're not like old human teeth. They're like weird. That's teeth. what. I, but that's because because vampires could be like five hundred, six hundred years old. So that's what I assumed, but then we see her at the end and she's got fucked up teeth too. Yeah. So uh, is the movie trying to suggest, well, again, again, the, the addiction thing runs deep, the metaphor, and that it's like having certain addictions to yeah. things can really mess up your body. That's the only thing I can think of. 
or some the suggestion like when you drink this much blood, it messes up your don't teeth. Don't drink blood; it makes your teeth sharp and yellow. I guess not even sharp. They're just they're like, sharp. Are they're they? like jagged. Yeah, we oh. should post a picture on Twitter so that people see. Like, I'm sure everyone would love that. <laughs> people care. Uh, it's gross, but I, I, yeah. It, it, also, they don't follow vampire rules, so like that's the thing. Um, yeah, but he could still be really old. That's that's less of a following vampire rules thing and me like inferring like oh he could be well, that's why he could be ancient and that's why his weird, teeth are messed up. Sure, I, but, but again, that's and that's that would, not the answer, and it still it's wouldn't her. make sense because you know then why aren't his bones messed up? Also, teeth are just bones. You know that's not the answer because she has right. She has them so too. It's not, like it has two nothing weeks. to do with his age, but like they're not affected by sunlight. They can come in buildings. Like stakes work though. I mean, that's the thing about stakes is that stakes work on everything. Like. If you were human, you got stabbed in the heart of the stake, you would still die. He doesn't die. get dusted like in Buffy. He, like, dies... Naturally? Yeah. Well... Of natural, of natural vampire causes. Sorry, everyone involved in this. Yeah, we're ragging on it. Um, but again, it's always worse on this show when we have nothing to say because it's boring. Like, it's more fun to talk about things that are actively bad, and this was just dumb and boring. And, like, like batshit. Like yeah, we're we we podcast in a genre that swings for the fences more than most, right? And I think that is why this podcast works, or I think this podcast works when we come against bad movies. But like, because we can have fun, like really digging into them. There's no fun here. I mean, we skipped a movie recently because it was no fucking fun. Yeah, why are we doing this so much? <laughs> We shouldn't be having to deal with these boring-ass horror movies. They're literally horror movies. Some element of them should be interesting. We may need to make some changes. Uh, but how would we know? We like, look We look we, at the synopsis. We do look at the thing up on... When it comes up with the roulette, we do look it up. We but... look it up. Like, th- nothing in the synopsis suggests this movie's going to be stupid and boring. And again, I guess we could read reviews. We could, like, go to Letterboxd and see if they're going to be horrible. That's difficult to do in real time while recording a podcast. Also, people are dumb and they love deathgasms. So. And again, would we have ever found mind games? That's Correct. The, that's the, the number one argument for the roulette. I agree. Mind games are hidden gem. I vouch for the roulette. I do. I vouch for it. It just has. It is constantly betraying me, and I. I'm loyal to it. Are you ready to get fucked up on something better than your suburban (laughs) housewife shit? Is that what he says? That's what the drug dealer says. Why don't you pull up that roulette that you love so much? I'm pulling it up. I love it so much. Get ready to spin it. Please, sweet roulette, don't give us more garbage, please. Are you ready? I am ready. Our next movie will be... The Monster. This is from the writer and director of The Strangers, a movie that both of us like. Oh my god, I love The Strangers. I actually think I remember when this was coming out. I think I saw trailers for it, so... Maybe... And it has. A, it looks like it has some names in it, so... I don't trust anything anymore. I trust nothing, but I'm, in, I'm into it. I can. I can do it. Listen, I like The Strangers. So I love. Oh my god, I love The Strangers. It's one of my favorite movies ever. Next time, The Monster. The Monster. Terribly titled. It isn't great, but neither maybe, is The Strangers. Maybe but. that will be. Yeah, actually, that's true. Maybe it'll be like simplicity, the way that The Strangers is. The Strangers works because it's such a simple concept. So maybe this will be an equally terrifying simple concept. I'm already overthinking it too much. I should Let's stop. Let's just roll with it. <laughs> Until next time, you can check us out on our website on nowscreaming.com. And on Twitter and Facebook at Now Screaming. 
Be sure to leave us a review, tell your friends about the podcast, and just generally share the love. Maybe tell them to listen to different episodes, though. Yeah, don't one. tell them to start here, because I think <laughs> we're we not know usually as boring. This isn't fun for anyone. No. That's the other problem with this, is that, like, it's not fun for us to watch it or to talk about it, and we know it's not, like, as fun to listen to. No. Because, like, we're just bummed out when yeah. we talk about these movies. Yep. <sighs> Sad. Maybe go watch Blood Ties instead. Go watch my favorite TV show. I actually, I bought it, it, I watched it during the time period where I used to always buy episodes on iTunes. Um, So, and then for a long time, all the episodes of TV I had on iTunes, I just used to watch over and over again. And so I've seen the first season of Blood Ties, like, more than I've watched some of my favorite TV shows, because I used to watch them nonstop. Thank you, as always, to Wes Craven for making a bad vampire movie and actually having it be really entertaining. I don't think I've seen that one. Vampire in Brooklyn starring Eddie Murphy. I haven't seen it. Well, it's more entertaining than this. <laughs> is it good or is it just more? I said it was bad. Okay. <laughs> it's more entertaining. Okay, cool. The 90s, the later half of the 90s were a rough time for Wes Craven. Oh. He tried to do some different things and I don't know that they worked. Isn't the latter half of the 90s Scream? If 96 is, I guess 96 is. So, 96 is in fact the latter half of the 90s. <laughs> All right. I'm talking of Music of the Heart and Vampire in Brooklyn. And stuff All right, like sure. All right, until next time, everybody, stay spooky. Stay spooky. 